And this is Moments of Hope brought to you by the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica. I am your host, Marja Elaine Francis, welcoming you to the program. Last week was quite interesting and this week we continue. Most women look forward to having a child. For some, it's a joyous journey, while for others, it's complicated. Some of us know the scripture in John 16, when a woman gives birth, she has pain because her time has come. But when her child is born, she no longer remembers her distress because of her joy that a child has been born into the world. My guest today, I guess she can testify to that and she will tell us a little more about it. Her name is Dr. Tajmarie Hunter. She's a mom, a project director and adjunct professor and a member of the Worship and Faith International Fellowship. And today we continue her sharing of her miracle journey to motherhood. Last week, she began telling us of the prophecy that she received about having a beautiful baby girl and what she had to do after. But this morning, she's going to delve in it a little more. Yes, Taj Marie, welcome. Welcome, Marja. Thank you for having me. It's good to have you again. You know, when, when God does something for us, I mean, he does it well. And so we just have to show off and share our testimony. The scripture says we overcome by the blood of the lamb and by the words of our testimony. And everything that happens in our life is for our good and for God's glory. Amen. Last week you started off, you told us that you received a prophecy, yes, about having a, a daughter and you had to wait on God because it didn't happen right after you received the prophecy. This yeah. week, I'd love for you to just delve in it, you know, just tell us about the miracle experience that you had on your journey to motherhood by first telling us what was your reaction when you learned that you were pregnant? It was very overwhelming uh, because Marja, uh, when I was pregnant, um, I was three months pregnant and I didn't know. Um, I, my husband and I, we went to Niagara Falls in New York and we decided that we wanted to do a road trip. So we were driving 24 hours, but again, you know, the old myth that how you know that you're pregnant is when you no longer you're menstruating. So that was not something I was thinking about, Marja. So, you know, I, I just felt tired. I just felt sick. I knew that something was wrong. I didn't feel myself. And lo and behold, you know what? The, the, Spirit, the Holy Spirit just said, Taj, just do a pregnancy test. And sure enough, it was positive. I was overwhelmed with emotions. I was happy. Um, and then after that, the reality hit me same time, you know, is this really happening? And then, and then after that is like, you started to get fearful. It's like, all right, am I ready? You know, this thing that you prayed for and now that you're in it, like, am I ready? So all those emotions and all those things just hitting you left, right, yes. and center. It was overwhelming, but at the, at the most uh, part, I was very happy that this is really happening for me because I didn't know, Marsha, that this would have happened for me because of what man said. 
because of what man said. And what yeah. man said is that fibroids is something that runs in your family. And so yeah. you also had fibroid, which we know is an ab abnormal growth that affects the female reproductive system, which yeah. a majority of women, women encounter this. Your mom had fibroids, you had fibroids. It's affected your pregnancy journey. I want for you to take us through, just describe for our listeners, what were some of the symptoms that you experienced during pregnancy as a result of the fibroids and whatever else you like to share about the pregnancy journey? Well, uh, sure. Uh, when it is that I, I found out that I was pregnant, um, as I said, I was menstruating. So that was very uncommon. The reason why I said that I wasn't sure that it was going to happen for me because I had fibroids and I was believing God for healing. Um, however, when I went to the doctor and of course you would do your normal checks, um, fibroids is known to cause infertility. So um, because they didn't know what was happening, it was very unique in my body um, because it would cause my, 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 stom my stomach to, to be swollen. It would almost look as if I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so um, they said that I would check I need to check first to see if it's okay for me to get pregnant. But again, lo and behold, God, it happened in such a way where God did his thing and, you know, I got pregnant. Um, fast forward to that. When I got pregnant, Marja, um, the fibroids grew rapidly because by this time, now the, the hormones in the pregnancy, um, it caused the fibroids, the, the, the growth of the fibroids to be rapid. Um, and so... Uh, like about like within uh, three months when I, you know, when I got to the time that I needed to um, this COVID hit and, you know, it took a while for me to get a, a doctor to see a doctor um, because of how everything was on a lockdown. So by the time I got to a doc Dr. Marja, I was far beyond the time that you would have had to get to uh, get to be with a doctor now for them to be the person who is going to take care of you. So um, in saying that, by the time I got there, they were surprised because my stomach was so huge that they thought I was carrying twins. But because the fibroids grew so much, it started to outgrow the child. And Marja, that came with a lot of complications because I carried my daughter in the, the, the bottom left of my, my stomach, um, she turned very early, which I knew that was God, because if it is that she didn't turn, she would have been breached because of how locked in she was. If it is that you look on the CAT scan, it was like a sandwich. Like she was so, she was just, um, the fibroids was like this and she was like that. Um, I know for radio land, they can see, but just think about a, a sandwich with the different layers of the sandwich. That is really how close the fibroids came down to her. So I say that to say that she did not have much space, Marshall. And, um, we were praying um, because there was actually a lady in our church at Worship and Faith in Jamaica, Wafith, that her fibroids dropped out into the church <laughs> miraculously. So she was healed from her fibroids. And I was like, God, I want that to happen. So in saying that, I was like, God, break, take away this thing. I still, even though I was pregnant and this was happening, Marja, I was still believing, okay, God, you got me pregnant. I'm now I'm pregnant and carrying this child. God, you have to do something. So I'm even still praying that you would either let me pass it out or it for it to disintegrate. 
So um, in the fibroids, there's a process when it, it starts to break down now, it's called degeneration. And so it's like losing blood supply. So if you now look at it on the ultrasound, it looks very spongy. So it's like a mass and it looks holy. So now different pockets, it's no longer that big mass of blood. And the reason why I describe that Marja, because when it is that the fibroids, it's, it's generating, it caused me to have a lot of pain. I was in severe pain. And because of my small stature, my stomach was so huge that I was carrying the size of a twin. So of course the complication of the weight, the, 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 the pressure on my stomach, I always had a pressure on my stomach, a pressure on my back. I couldn't sit up for long. I couldn't drive. If I would, my husband was driving me, I was so uncomfortable. Um, I couldn't sleep. I had restless nights because of that. Um, another thing is that because, uh, the, as I said, the, the fibroids was all blood. So I was supplying blood to the fibroids. I was supplying blood. My body was supplying blood to the baby. It caused me to be very anemic, Marja. And I, um, at one point, um, I, I nearly blacked out um, when I was cooking one day. And that's when I knew that when I went to the hospital, my husband rushed me to the ER, that my blood count was less than negative 0.5. The doctor could not understand how it is that I was still alive. Um, thank God it did not affect my organs because of course it could have caused my organs to, to shut down, but God, another thing, Marja, I lost because I was so anemic. I had to get a blood transfusion before the pregnancy. Um, they put me on so much medications that had several side effects, um, which truth be told, some of it was such high level of narcotics that I was taking that it caused my baby to sleep. So I decided that I was going to bear the pain and that I was not going to take it. So I was also not doing what doctors was telling me to do. And this time I said, I'm going to trust God. Um, you know, there were three times that the doctor asked me if I wanted to continue with this, um, you know, because they wanted to terminate the pregnancy because Marja, by this time, they didn't know what to do with me because they had a patient who 27 weeks wasn't her fibroids, wasn't the same size as mine, but she miscarried. And so they never seen this before, Marja. My case was a unique case. And so that was their easy way to tell me to terminate the pregnancy. But again, I said, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to trust God because God can bring me through this. And so I had to do iron transfusions, which was very difficult for me because I had to do it in uh, where patients were, were um, terminally ill with cancer. Um, that was tough for me. And just the varying challenges, um, you know, after it is that I had the baby successfully um, during pregnancy, again, I had to do an emergency C-section. I lost so much blood again. I had to get another transfusion. And then even when I did the surgery, because they didn't know what it was, when it is that they finally um, found out, I also had um, a cyst on my left and my right ovary and endometriosis. So doctors could not understand how it is that I had a baby, carried the, the baby full term almost because they took her at 37 weeks, which is not far off from 40 weeks. Yeah but she's healthy and she is well and they're dumbfounded some of them say i am lucky marja but we know as believers that i am not lucky i am blessed it's only because of the grace of god that god carried us through i am still well and i'm alive because marja i've gone to death's door many times many times i think that this was my last breath but god
It's a journey there, Taj Marie, of having to go through that. Can you imagine you got a prophecy from God to say you're going to have this baby girl, yet these complications, cyst, fibroid, endometriosis, but God. I know, Taj, you would have shared that, you know, you got pregnant during the height of the COVID restrictions, which meant going to the doctor by yourself some of the time, not having visitors when you were hospitalized. How did you cope with all of that? Marja, it was tough. It was so tough, my friend. Um, it wasn't easy because, you know, in a, in a person's life, when they're pregnant, this is a happy time for the couple and the family. Yes. And, you know, even it was just by faith with my daughter because even apart from me going alone, even when I went to see, you know, there were times when I needed to see her on the ultrasound. I could not see her, Marja. I was just seeing a half, a half of her body and she looks skeletal. So I really don't have a, a picture where I'm seeing Adriel in her full form because of how big that fibroids was. It hid half of my, my child. So really, I didn't know if I was carrying what I was carrying, to be honest, because I could not make out and doctors could not. So my my point in saying that, that also, apart from being alone, just going and seeing the ultrasound after a while, it got it. it, it I didn't want to see it anymore. Um, I, I me asking for pics, it, it, it became like, OK, I'm just going to get the same dark picture. I can't see anything. And it was sad sometimes because the only time, thank God, the first time when I did my ultrasound, when I just got my first visit, my husband was able to come and share in that moment. But apart from that, me, you know, being um, by myself, I was the one who had to bear the news. So even with the doctors telling me the bad news and wanting to terminate, I was the first one. I didn't have a buffer like my husband is there to comfort me or whatever. It's when I get to the car, I have to tell him. And so it was very tough. But, you know, I just trusted God. I, 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 after a while, the, the first part, like a couple of months, it was very tough. But then after a while, I got to that mindset where I just asked God to just give me that mental fortitude and just yes. allow me to cope. Because at the end of the day, Marja, I can't change what's happening. This is affecting us worldwide, but I can change my response. And that's what I asked. I prayed and I asked God to change my response to it and not let it consume me as more than it needed to. Well, quite, quite interesting journey. I'll say that again. I mean, there's so many other words to describe it, but yes, I choose that. Uh, You also mentioned, Taj, um, your faith in God. I mean, haven't said it's like, God did this, but really it's your faith in God that's helped along the journey. And you would have had a person's, uh, besides your husband, praying for you. Tell us about that too. Well, I... I just thank God. I thank God for my pastor. I thank God for my um, our minister, Dale, um, Bishop Courtney McLean, First Lady, Evangelist Winsome. Like, Marja, I really had a team, all the leaders, um, because by this, I was on a leadership group and even just the grace of persons just calling and telling me that they're praying because they knew my story. Very few persons knew because guess what? I knew what I was up against. Um, not that I wanted to be private, but for the persons who knew because of what was happening in the spiritual realm, I needed some soldiers to battle on my behalf. And so I actually 
told persons um, that I knew that would bear me up in prayer and be, because you know, sometimes Marja, sometimes you tell people to pray for you and they said they pray for you, but you know, you don't, they don't pray for you. I wanted those persons that's not going to probably forget when things they, you know, have been pulled to different things that know that they were going to pray Marja. And those were the persons that I had. I had a, a WhatsApp group of very few persons who, this is what's happening every time I would go to the doctor, apart from me doing my part to cancel, to cancel the things that the negative things that I heard um, with my authority. Also, I would put it out in the group. This is what the doctor is saying. And so I would put out little prayer points. And so I really, Marja, I, apart from me and my doing and my husband's prayers, I have to say too that the prayer of the saints worked for Adriel. Um, they too were bearing her up and my life up in prayer. And I'm so, so grateful um, because I could not have done it without them. Um, Marja, there were moments when I couldn't pray. You know, I, I, I'm talking about the faith of God, but sometimes my faith, I didn't have faith. You know, I'm talking about being strong. There were times that I wasn't strong, you know, but God was that with me every step of the way. Examples were where I remember sometimes I had sleepless nights, like every three o'clock I woke up, every six o'clock I was vomiting. I could not keep anything down. I had no appetite. I had to ask God to to feed me and to just take care of my, my child. And, and miraculously he caused her to gain weight. And I remember there was a night when I even broke down and I was like, God, I, I don't know how much of this I can take. And I get so emotional talking about it. I remember my auntie calling me the next day and she said, Taja, I was praying for you. And I said, really? And it just caused me to say, what time were you praying for me? And Marja, would you know the same time I was just crying and just, you know, just being in that state of just feeling hopeless. That was the time that she um, said that she was praying for me mm -hmm. and that gave me strength, you know? And so those were the little things that when my, my faith wasn't there, when I became weak and weary, um, the prayer of the saints caused to bear me up and, and it gave me strength and it encouraged me. And, and, and I, and I just give all the glory, um, for the community of believers who was standing in the gap for myself and Adriel and my husband during this difficult time. Wow. The incredible power of prayer. Prayer changes things. Yes. No, no, Taji, you speak about your faith in God and him carrying you through. You were given a prophecy that you would have a daughter. You got pregnant with her and then fibroid began to compete for her life. You were sick throughout the pregnancy, having so many complications. Just tell us, how did this influence your faith in God? You were like, God, was there any point you were like, God, what's happening here? How did it influence your faith? Well, <laughs> yes, I had times, Marja, I did have times when I, I got weary and I even had times where I just thought it was it because there were times when I just felt like I was going to die. Um, I just had no much, more, no, no more in me, or I felt like I had no more to give. I was just in so much pain. I don't know if it is that, um, you, you are, I don't know if you, you have that great level of pain where sometimes it's like, you feel like it's like an out of body experience. 
it's like that's how great it was and 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 i mean like just feeling those discomfort i'm like god this is not normal i've never felt this before so you know just being in that space and asking god god what is this or god how much more and um just each step of the way he reminded me that his hand is with me in every step of the way marjo um you know my you know i had preeclampsia um, you know, my pressure went high and, um, you know, we prayed and it went down. You see what I'm saying? Um, there were times I was having false labor and, and she would, that means she would have come prematurely. But when I went to the doctor, everything changed, oh. you know? So it's like things were happening, but God was doing it quickly, if that makes sense. So, you know, you saw the negative things, but then God just shifted when yes. we prayed. And then when I, when I got to that level of strength in my faith. And so this journey for me, Marja, this increased my faith. Um, there's nothing that you can tell me that God cannot do. And Marja, I'm at this place right now that even if God never do another thing, another miracle in my life, that does not change who God is. That does not mm. change my faith because God has proven himself to me and my family and even after we even lost, I even haven't even talked talk, talked about it, Marja. Even we went through lost. We lost everything, our apartment. We had mold, everything. So I'm making a point. We our, our things got destroyed. I had to move during my pregnancy, Marjo. And when I had, I, 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 we had to, you know, pay out a lot. But Marjo, again, God hand. People just sowed into my life, left, right, and center. I think it's just now that Israel is a year. I'm buying stuff for her. Marjo, people just gave everything to Israel wow. and just blessed her. Israel lacked nothing. You see what I'm saying? Her name means follower of God. And she and we dedicated her, even in COVID too. We had a christening for her, even though church wasn't open, because we said we had to give her back to the Lord and dedicate her and cover her because we knew the importance of coverage and blessing and covenant because God did his part and we had to do our part and to meet him at that place. Taj, I could listen to you all day just sharing about the goodness of God. There yeah. were complications, there were challenges, yeah. but God, and interestingly, yeah. God's spoke a word over your life i know in sharing with you you reminded me of numbers 23 god is not a man that he should lie neither yeah. should he repent has he spoken and will he not perform it the yeah. god that we serve whatever he says he will do he will do it it may not be in the timing that we expect him to and it may not be the way we expect him to you receive the prophecy you would think that Everything should be smooth sailing, right? But you yes. have to fight for it sometimes, Marjo. And and that is where sometimes we get discouraged because um, truth be told, if I didn't have that faith or if I didn't have that community of persons to encourage me, I too may become wary to the point where I say, God, but you said this and look what's happening. You see what I'm saying? But I there was just something in me that I said, Marja, come what may, I'm not going to abort my child. I'm not going to lose her. I'm going to have her and she's going to be well. And I started to speak some things. I started to speak my over my stomach. I started to command some things and just believe because I said, this will come to pass. My daughter will be born and she will be healthy and whole. And sometimes we have to get to that place, Marja, where we have to shake off the 
the, the humanness and just ask God for the supernatural cape to yes. come on and just get those, that, that strength and, you know, just walk in our authority. Um, and so that whatever it is that is hovered over our lives and the promises and, and the blessings that God has for us, that we are walking in them and that they're coming to pass and it will manifest for us. And don't believe that is far-fetched because somebody, it happened to them. You know, because Marja, I have seen persons gone through this and that was another thing to Marja. I said, if God, if you could do it for such and such, you can do it for me. You see what I say? So that's another thing too, that there was a memorial. Somebody acted as a memorial that I could look upon and say, God, you did it for that person. I know you're going to do it for me. And so that is where we have to change that or, 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 or thinking and, or, and just, just, just get into that supernatural um, ability of God to know that he is going to do just what he says he's going to do. That's my favorite scripture that you quoted. I love that scripture, Marja, because that was, the, that was a scripture that I held on to right through my pregnancy. You know, oh. even, with, even apart from the challenges, you know, we were having COVID. People were dying left, right, and center. I was in the hospital every week, almost sometimes twice per week in the ER. And that was a risk for me because the hospitals were full of COVID patients. But guess what, Marja? I asked God to put me in a bubble. And that bubble was his, his, his hedge of protection and safety over my life. There was a mother who had a COVID right beside me, Marja. And only thing was separating us was a screen. But that's where the angel of God and his protection and, 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 and that's, that's, that's where we have to get to that crazy faith. Crazy, that crazy faith. faith. We have to walk it out, Marja, because God is still moving in this time and this season. He's still doing miracles and he's still doing great things. He's still doing miracles, doing great things. And today you can look at the miracle, Adriel, that God has allowed you to have. You'd have celebrated Mother's Day for the first time this year, right? Yes. <laughs> I'm sure that was such a joy, having gone through what you went through and then yeah. now to have her. And listeners, I got to see her. Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> now, Taj, there's just so much that we can speak about, but I want for yeah. you to, having gone through what you have gone through as a mom and experienced a miracle, and we know the God that we serve, that God is still working miracles, even in 2022, God God has not changed because he's an unchangeable God. As we have persons listening this morning, you have trusted God and he has granted you the desires of your heart and he has spoken a word over your life and you have seen it manifested. I want for you to share with our listeners a word of encouragement for persons who are waiting on God and wondering, does God still work miracles? What would you say to people who like that today? Oh, yes, he does. And uh, if he can do it for me, he definitely can do it for you. You just have to just continue to trust God and pray the word. And that's another thing that I, I didn't touch on, Marjo, that apart from me praying, um, it so happened that that, that time my, my bishop, he was going through extensive fasting, having the, ch the, 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 um, the church commit to fasting. And I couldn't fast, but I was there on the prayer call can't even pray because there was a time that I, I couldn't even speak because I had this bad cough, but I was still praying in my heart. And I also, I, 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 I gave, I sowed a seed, Marja. I, I, I sowed a seed. I, I, it was a first fruit seed and that I, Adriel's name was on it. 
And so when you fast, when you pray, when you give to the Lord, these are things that causes heaven to respond on your behalf. So I just want to encourage someone today, trust in the unchanging hand of God and believe that the things that you desire and what he desires for your life, that it will come to pass. Remember, you cannot die empty. And that's why you have to ask, what God is your thought concerning Taj? What's your thought concerning Marja? What's your thought concerning me? And make sure that all those things come to pass in your life so that you can be blessed and that you, your testimony can be a blessing to others and the saving of many lives. Many lives. Well said, Taj Marie. Thank you so much for choosing to share your journey, your miraculous journey of motherhood with us today. I'll ask you to close in prayer. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Marjan. It was truly a blessing. Father God, we thank you. We thank you, Lord God, that you're still moving. You're still proving, God, just how great you are, as the songwriter says. Lord God, we just thank you, Lord God, for this program. And we thank you for the listeners. We thank you, Lord God, that you are doing a new thing in our lives. Can we not see it? Can we not perceive it, Lord God? I pray, Heavenly Father, Lord God, that you take off the scales of our eyes, Almighty God, and cause our hearts to respond in faith to you, Lord God. Lord God, cause our hearts to respond in obedience to your word, almighty God, to know, Lord God, that your word is true and you cannot lie. You're not a son of man that you shall repent. Whatever you say, that is what you're going to do. Lord God, cause us, Lord God, to hide the word in our hearts so that we may not sin against you. And Lord God, we pray, Heavenly Father, as we draw closer to you in this time and in this season, almighty God, that you bring about transformation, Lord God, that you bring about healing, that you bring about deliverance, that you bring about, Lord God, the blessings, Lord God, unlock the blessings that persons are believing you for. Lord God, if persons in Radio Land are believing you, God, for a miracle, mighty God, I pray, Heavenly Father, as we touch and we agree that you will do it for them the same way that you did it for me, mighty God, you will do it for them. You are not a God, a respecter of persons, almighty God. And we thank you, Lord God, that you can change, Lord God, things. You can shift things, Lord God. You can cause impossible things to become possible, yes, Lord God, so that it will be a memorial of the faithfulness of God so that your glory can continue to shine forth in this dark time. So we thank you, Lord God, for what you're going to do. And we thank you for the listeners that you will continue to keep and cover them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. <laughs> May I remind you, the Missionary Church Association in Jamaica brings moments of hope to you every Sunday at 7.30 a.m. Thanks to my guest, Dr. Taj Marie Hunter. Thanks to you, our listeners. If you need prayer counseling or further information, call the Missionary Church Association office at 924-1378 or WhatsApp 7910527. Also, link us on Facebook at Moment of Hope MCAJ with your comments. I am Marja Elaine Francis. Regardless of what you encounter in life, there is hope. 
and there is power in prayer. Hebrews 11 verse 6 reminds us that God rewards those who diligently seek him. I invite you to pray by yourself or join with a family member or friend and let us pray being mindful that God answers prayers. Tune in again next week for another moment of hope.